BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to another episode of Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and today we are going to be doing some IRL, nope, not IRL, just some real talk because sometimes it's okay not to have your shit together. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to be exhausted and to take care of yourself. So we're going to dive in to what I've been doing to balance all of the honestly shit going on in my life and remind ourselves that we're not perfect but we're gonna still boost our moods answer some questions feel good and the mood of the day is real talk maybe it can be an occur a reoccurring a reoccurring mood I don't know either way it's gonna be a great episode I mean you don't have to you don't have to question that all right let's jump right in with my best and worst mood of the week catch you guys up on everything that's going on I know this episode is actually a little bit late if you do listen to it on your morning commute which makes me so happy by the way definitely a best mood I mean Wednesdays are always the best because I get to see all of you guys posting that you're listening to the podcast and it's like actually really really cool and exciting and I love it last week my worst mood was sick and I actually only got like a little bit sicker and kind of had like an emotional breakdown so that was super fun I'd have to say my worst mood of the week was literally just like trying to get my shit together so badly and like actually not being able to get it together I had really 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 bad anxiety throughout the weekend but it's okay because my best mood of the week was that my mom came in town just at the absolute perfect time and I just laughed so much with my family this weekend I really focused on being present and kind of just trusting life and not trying to control everything I think when you have a lot of anxiety it's easy to want to control everything in your life and control other people and just control honestly like anything you feel that you can even stuff that you know is technically out of your control but when you're in that headspace it's so easy to try to control everything to manage micromanage every situation in your life and for me what I decided over the weekend was to actually focus more on just being present and not trying to control everything and just trust that whatever is happening to me is happening for a reason and to just enjoy each moment and make the best out of every situation because sometimes I feel like when my anxiety gets so bad it's easy to throw yourself a pity party you know with my mom being in town and my brother obviously you know the three of us spending time together it really reminds you that like family let's say is the most important thing in the world and why am I gonna let all the external factors in my life stress being sick work all that stuff 
just take control, right? And why am I going to try to control those feelings and micromanage my day? I honestly just focused on being present and it really turned out to be the best mood of the week because I had so much fun with my family and just laughing so hard. I just felt so just free being able to allow myself to be present. But I am feeling a lot better. It's just I'm one of those people. I don't know if anyone else out there can relate where it's like when things are good, they're good. And when you're feeling down, you're feeling down. And it's so hard to balance everything and to have your hands in so many different buckets and have so many responsibilities and just kind of like juggle everything at the same time. And sometimes you just have to remember that it's okay to just like take a step back and to just know that you're gonna get back on the horse and figure everything out and it could be like it's it could be like little things you know like you're just sick and then you're feeling down and emotional and I think we beat ourselves up so much about how we should be doing better and we feel so guilty and we shame ourselves and like we kind of kick ourselves when we're down and for me I decided not to do that after doing that for like a day or two and just actually be present and enjoy it and laugh more and pause more it actually it really 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 helps I'm glad that my week turned out to be a good mood too because sometimes it starts with a good mood and then ends with a bad mood like everything's going good and then I got sick but I felt like it lingered the bad mood actually lingered into this week and then ended up ended up with a good mood so that's always always great news you guys let's jump into some mood boosters because I actually have some things that I want to rave about to you guys it's so funny whenever I post on Instagram you guys always want to know about like skincare and stuff like that I mean I feel like it's because we're all probably equally obsessed with our skin which by the way is like so amazing because we're all gonna look so snatched when we're older because we're taking such good care of our skin at a young age like just remember that like we're setting ourselves up for an amazing future my first mood booster is actually also brought to you by Glossier if you guys don't know Glossier like you probably are living under a rock and I don't even know how you found this podcast because like if you're listening to a podcast you're a cool girl and cool girls love Glossier so I actually just started using their milk jelly cleanser I've been using their products literally since the brand launched I mean like who hasn't but I actually had never tried their milk jelly cleanser until a couple months ago but obviously I trust everything Glossier I love their products so I was like of course I need to try this and I feel like whenever you ask someone what their favorite Glossier product is they do say the milk jelly cleanser so for some reason I was late to the party I think maybe just because I don't really I don't know like maybe I'm just not a good face washer so I was excited to like up my game the milk jelly cleanser is like luxurious it's a creamy gel formula that actually makes washing your face an elevated experience because it washes away like the excess oil dirt and makeup but it's super super gentle you guys know that I have sensitive skin and I'm also just kind of like a clean freak like I hate the feeling of anything left on my face and it's one thing where it's like oh yeah it gets rid of like makeup but I I'm like no I want to make sure that oil and dirt from like my day is just absolutely gone like I want a fresh canvas I can't even like put my head on my pillow without that feeling what's really really cool and why I love living in this day and age is because in 2015 Glossier actually asked their community what's your dream face wash and they took hundreds of responses to get the inspiration to go to work to make the milk jelly cleanser so I just like absolutely love that type of business and how that came about in creation it's just so inspiring and it's just uh, it's a it's a truly an incredible brand so the milk jelly cleanser is a perfect way to start your skincare routine it's a ph balance formula that has a blend of five skin conditioners it's dermatologist tested hypoallergenic non-irritating cruelty and paraben free it's really really tough on impurities but gentle on your eyes and everywhere else so no matter what type of skin you have if you can't find a really good cleanser that you love and you just like need it to do absolutely everything but still 
still be really, really nourishing and great for your skin. I highly recommend trying this out. You guys can get that glowy, dewy skin for yourself by visiting Glossier.com slash podcast slash mood. You can learn more and take the quiz to find your ultimate Glossier skincare routine. Plus, all new customers will get 10% off their first order on Glossier.com slash podcast slash mood. Again, that's Glossier spelled G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R dot com slash podcast slash mood. Certain exclusions may apply. I mean, how premium is Glossier? being a sponsor of this podcast. I mean, you guys, you just, if you haven't bought anything from Glossier, like literally what are you doing? Amazing, incredible, truly. My next mood booster is more kind of skincare, makeup related stuff. I literally was thinking this last night before when I was taking my makeup off with the face wash and I had gotten like so many compliments on my my skin throughout the day not to like toot my own horn more so to toot the products horn and someone was like are you wearing makeup because I was at work well not I know it's so weird when I say I'm at work like I was I was honestly like at an audition and I ran into a good friend of mine named Jackie Schimmel from the bitch bible we had an absolute blast together such a mood booster when you run into people and like you actually I don't know like get to like talk to people when you work at home all day and then you actually run into like fun people and you get to like have a blast for like an hour super fun times but everyone was asking me if I was wearing makeup and I was like I literally touched my face I was like uh uh, yeah (laughs) part of me thought like maybe my makeup washed off but they were like your makeup looks so like you're really pulling off that no makeup makeup look and I was like oh my god thank you so much like I got two new products and I just started ranting about these products and this girl in the audition started typing down notes in her phone and I was like, oh my God, like this is why I have a podcast and a YouTube channel. She was like, oh my God, I'm taking notes. Part of me wanted to be like, um, you can actually like follow my YouTube and my Instagram and my podcast if you want to know like more really good products. What I was telling her is that I just started using Kosas, which is K-O-S-A-S. And I've basically seen this brand. They've been obviously doing a lot of marketing. Like I've seen the billboards and I've seen it on Instagram. But the way they advertise it is like makeup for people that are obsessed with skincare, which is like obviously us basically what it is is it's this like tinted foundation oil it's very very weird and like it's definitely a product that like doesn't really exist so when you first try it you're like what the hell is this is this gonna work but it's like very very pigmented and it's an oil and you shake it up a ton I actually have a video going up this week where I show you guys on my YouTube channel using it so if you're still like a little skeptical after this you can go to youtube.com slash love Lauren Elizabeth but it's amazing you literally only need a few drops and you just rub it on your face and like the coverage is actually amazing and it's buildable and the fact that it's like skincare oil like it just changes your skin I'm like literally everyone that I've seen using this including makeup artists are absolutely obsessed with this product and I've been wearing it for the past week I I just feel so good like honestly one of the things I wrote in my gratitude journal this week was feeling beautiful from the inside out like I just felt really really good and like present and then I actually kind of took care of myself and did my makeup and my hair and I just like felt like just I don't know like I just felt really good and I it's interesting that you know obviously like a makeup can really be a mood booster because sometimes when you're sick and you just like kind of feel like crap actually doing your hair and your makeup like gives you that like boost of like self-confidence like okay like I'm fresh I'm clean like I feel good about myself now I can go back into the world I used this Kosa's tinted oil for my face and I have been absolutely obsessed like I actually get excited to put makeup on now because it feels good for my skin I don't feel like I'm like clogging my pores and it doesn't look like you're wearing too much makeup but it looks like you have perfect skin 
in. So I feel like I finally found the perfect product for that no makeup makeup look that still gives me coverage. I've never been able to find a tinted moisturizer that I like. I've never done a CC cream or a BB cream. This is absolutely game changing. It's a total mood booster because you feel like you're glowing and just gorgeous and your skin looks so good and you know that it's good for your skin. Not breaking me out at all. So, so good. Go to Sephora, try it out on your hand. Make sure you shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Because obviously it's like an oil, so it's going to be like totally weird. I'm going to like shut up now. But you guys, it's so freaking good. If you need more proof, watch my YouTube video that's coming out on Friday. And then my next mood booster is the thing that I got to go with it as well. And it's another makeup product, obviously. And this is exciting because like I never get new makeup products that I actually really like. Because I'm pretty boring like that. But I got the Hourglass Cosmetics um, new concealer. I think it's called the Vanish or something it's like their brand new concealer Rosie Huntington Whitley I think is like the face for it but it's this new concealer I've been hearing everyone on Instagram rave about it like just from girls that I follow that are like oh my god like I'm obsessed with this concealer it's so good like it's the best thing I've ever tried then I made sure I kind of like googled it because I'm like a big reviews person I love reading reviews I don't like I obviously take some stuff with a grain of salt because everyone has different tastes and different like kind of skin conditions and stuff but it is nice to see like if the majority of people like don't hated or whatever and I looked up some beauty editor reviews and people were saying that the hourglass cosmetics like new concealer is better than all of the cult current favorites like a lot of people love Tarte's shape tape I've actually never tried it um but this hourglass is absolutely like the formula you guys the feeling of it on your skin it's like another thing I get excited to put it on because it feels so good so the Kosas combined with the new hourglass concealer all I've been putting on my face I set it a little bit with the milk makeup blur powder if you haven't tried that either it's absolutely amazing even my girlfriends that don't really like wearing a lot of makeup they just kind of put that all over their face it gives you just like a really good blurred look and it's really really great powder so those three things will literally give you the perfect no makeup makeup look if you want more on my makeup routine seriously I'm literally uploading a video on Friday that shows me using all this stuff and just like oh my god you guys are gonna feel so good it's like glowing and amazing and it's like such a freaking mood booster you have no idea okay my next mood booster is slippers from Zara home I know I always talk about slippers and comfy stuff and I'm always like I need slippers I need flats I need this I'm still on the hunt for like the perfect sandal for spring and summer because all I do is slip on sandals throughout spring and summer and I think that can just make any outfit look chic as long as you have the perfect sandal but I'm I'm never gonna get rid of my slippers you guys like I don't care how hot it is outside like I'm gonna be slipping out my slippy slips you know and I always forget that Zara home is amazing and it sucks because it doesn't exist in the states but when you go to Spain or Europe like when I was in Barcelona and like all these different places in Spain they have Zara home stores and they're the best freaking stores on the planet they have such good stuff and they also have like pajamas and slippers I got two pairs of slippers both were like $45 I think such good quality so freaking cute I'm wearing one pair as like kind of a going out slipper I wore it to game night over the weekend and it like has a buckle on it so it kind of looks like a shoe not just a slipper and then I got this other like white fuzzy pair that I like also like might wear out of the house because like that's just my look it's like it's it's cozy chic on the go you know like I'm not going to change myself for society I'm going to wear my slippers in public but these slippers are so cute if you need a new pair go to Zara home the prices are amazing the quality is amazing and you can get your slippy slips and just like 
feel incredible. I think spring is going to be really good for me because I'm going to have to like get out of my house more, get in the sun, start wearing like cuter outfits. I just feel like winter got very, very cozy, very, very fast. And it's not a bad thing. I just found myself like literally never leaving the house and only wearing slippers and only wearing like comfy pajamas and barefoot dreams blankets. I mean, listen, I love a barefoot dreams blanket. I'm never going to stop loving them. I did buy um, another one over the weekend, but it's not my fault. I basically ordered one for Claudia for her birthday. Claudia Saluski, not Ostray. Don't accidentally wish someone the wrong happy birthday. And it wasn't going to come in time for her birthday. So then I went out and I bought one. And then right when I got home, the next day, the blanket comes. So then I have two blankets and I'm thinking in my mind, am I really going to return one or should I just keep it? So I gave one to Claudia and I kept one for myself. I mean, what was I supposed to do? Go to drive to Malibu and return it? Like that's that would take an hour out of my life just to get there. Time is money, people. You might as well keep the blanket. Such like literally not a good decision, honestly. Like I should have returned it, but it's fine because now it's on my bed. I'm not going to lie. I have one more mood booster. I know I'm insane, but I really have been redecorating my house. I'm really excited to vlog it for you guys. And like I told you guys, I'm like changing my window treatments. I'm like really changing the vibes of all the rooms in my house. I made such good progress on the living room. Got a new coffee table, got the ottoman. We got some new chairs. I We rearranged the entire bookshelf. My mom was an interior designer for like quite a few years. She had a store. She just has that same entrepreneurial spirit that I do. So she's kind of had a couple different jobs of like throughout her life. Now she works in like a totally different industry, has another one of her own businesses, but she still has that interior designer in her. She literally rearranged all my bookshelves, rearranged everything last night. The downstairs looks so good. I'm just waiting on a few pieces of furniture. And then upstairs, my mood booster is I actually got a new duvet from Parachute Home. A little expensive, but worth it because it is like for my bed. I feel like when you spend the money on things, it actually makes them last longer. So I know that it's not just kind of like crappy and going to fall apart and I'm going to have to get rid of it. So it was solid. It's this gorgeous linen like cloud comforter from Parachute Home. It's made such a difference on my bed. It's also helping because my dogs like shed just a little bit so like the linen that's kind of like tan and ivory it's giving the room like a nice touch so that it's not all one color so I'm really excited for my for my room to kind of be a neutral mix so I'm gonna do like ivory beige tan white instead of just like all white and then literally after this podcast I'm gonna go online and order some framed black and white photos and do like a little collage wall and make it just like super homey full love in my room because I I don't have any framed pictures pictures that's like 2020 I don't have anything framed everything's on my phone and I'm like no I need to frame I need to boost my mood when I'm in my room and look at all the people I love framed in black frames and black and white and make it gorgina and it's like adulting like have some framed pictures like are we really adults if we don't have framed pictures in our house that's when you know you're a real adult don't forget that a total mood booster can be when someone says you smell amazing what perfume are you wearing I'm not gonna lie everywhere I go someone says this same thing not tooting my own horn literally tooting the perfume's horn <laughs> scent is literally the most powerful sense you have and can bring on a flood of memories influence your mood and of course enhance your natural style and all we care about here is your mood and style that's literally that that's it if you haven't heard of Sempered, what are you doing i feel like everyone always asks me what i'm wearing and what perfume to try and they always are looking for their signature scent one of my girlfriends is always like oh my god you smell so good like what should i go and try but it's so expensive to go out and just like try perfumes and figure it out and scent 
Scentbird makes it so easy. You can literally mix up your fragrance routine without breaking the bank. You can try new things or you can just have signature scents for different events in your life. You just literally keep smelling good month after month. They have like Tom Ford, Gucci, Versace, so many different brands. I've actually tried Tom Ford and Gucci stuff. I'm such a big fan of the Tom Ford scents. They're truly, truly like so bougie and they make you feel like so sexy and fabulous. I highly recommend trying Tom Ford if you haven't already. And then Gucci is really, really good for like spring and summer because they have some like elevated floral scents as well. Very fresh, very clean. I'm just like such a scent seeker. I always have Scentbird on me at all times because I will not go anywhere without a spritz. Like I I just won't. I don't want to be that person that smells bad, obviously, but I actually just want to be that person that smells like extra good. And it really like... I'm not kidding everywhere I go someone asks me what I'm wearing and that's when you know it's like a conversation starter you're just like ooh, like you're the girl that smells good like who doesn't want to be that girl so Scentbird has more than 600 designer brands for you to choose from so if you guys don't have the same I don't know taste and sense as me you can totally find your own you can sort and find a new fragrance by brand style occasion season and more they have other categories like skincare wellness and makeup they carry brands such as Kopari Glam Glow Glow Recipe Tarte and so many other Just choose any perfume you want to try and they'll give you a 30 day supply. The seasons are changing. You guys, you need to find a new perfume. You need to elevate. You need to boost your mood and the moods of people around you by being the girl that smells amazing. And with an exclusive offer just for my listeners, you can get 30% off your first month today. That's only $10 for your first fragrance. You guys go to semper.com slash mood and use my promo code mood for 30% off your first month. Again, that's scentbird S C E-N-T bird.com slash mood to sign up and use my promo code mood to try your first perfume or cologne for just $10. Sign on, smell amazing. All right, guys, so I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I'm just, I'm not gonna lie. The topic of today is just real talk. And it's because honestly, I didn't, I didn't think my week at the end of last week would turn into what it was. And my mind was just all over the place. And I'm a human and I have anxiety. I have things I need to balance. I have a personal life. I have a professional life. I have a secret, really just like lazy side of me that just procrastinates and beats herself up and feels really bad and doesn't know what to do. And it's horrible. It's it's really not great. I don't recommend it, but we're, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about how we make it better. You know, we're just going to have real talk. We're going to talk just like girls that are just going to boost each other's mood and lift each other up it's really really funny because I literally asked you guys what you wanted me to talk about on the podcast and so many people said the bachelor and I tried to steer away from talking about the bachelor because obviously this isn't a bachelor podcast but like does bachelor boost my mood yeah usually it does but right now it's really not it's a really really bad season so I'm not gonna lie I'll give you my quick thoughts on the bachelor you can skip through this part if you don't like watching the bachelor but I'm gonna do it for all of the all of you guys that asked me for my thoughts just a quick little snippet I basically have a theory that Peter ends up alone I'm not absolutely positive but after watching this week's episode I have no choice but to think that he is absolutely currently miserable in his current life like right now in this moment as you're listening to this podcast I think Peter Weber is miserable and I think he made his own bed and now he has to sleep in it and I think as the show is airing it's like only kind of making it worse like think about it this stuff all happened he already looks miserable on the show and now it's airing and he's like reliving it and then getting like public opinion 
like this podcast. And I think he's just miserable. Like, I don't think it would be crazy if the show, like if the engagement portion of the show, like ends with him being alone, at least that is he engaged right now, potentially, but does he get engaged the way he's supposed to on the show? I really don't think so. I think he ends up going home. I think it's going to be like a Colton and Cassie situation where like the show kind of stops in a certain way. And then he ends up jumping the fence. Like, I think it's going to be something similar, but I don't like I, I think he's going to end up with Hannah Ann, if anyone, but I think it's almost like she's the second choice and she knows that. And I know we got like a little snippet of that in the preview. I don't think there's any way that Peter and Madison could be together right now because after she expressed how she felt, there's no way she's watching this show and like still feels confident. I mean, when you look at like Lauren Bushnell and Ben Higgins, like the reason they couldn't make it is because of how the show aired and how she felt after watching the show. And I don't think that Madison is currently watching the show like head over heels in love with Peter I don't know it's also really hard to tell like who's gonna be the next bachelor at like where everything's going from here like it's honestly as a bachelor fan a lot to process right now and I have never wanted a spoiler so bad in my life I was literally driving in the car the other day thinking all I want like literally all I want is to know how this show ends like I have zero patience anymore I have I I I don't have time for this I just need I need all the episodes to just come out like literally tomorrow I cannot wait any longer I need to know and I need this to be over I literally last night was with my mom instead of recording the podcast I finished work at almost 10 o'clock last night and I was like I can't do a podcast at 10 30 and then stay up till one o'clock in the morning editing and I was like you know what so many people want me to talk about the bachelor fuck it I'm gonna watch the bachelor with my mom and I'm gonna talk about it for a little bit on the podcast tomorrow because at the end of the day this is my podcast this is my mood and sometimes my mood is just really flabbergasted by the bachelor like I'm not gonna lie like I'm a normal person I'm allowed to watch the bachelor like it's not a bachelor podcast it's a mood podcast and sometimes Peter Weber disrupts my mood and I spent all night explaining to my mom what gaslighting is explaining to my mom who Victoria F is doing the impression of the Peter Weber's mom and my mom was absolutely cackling and I've made her watch The Bachelor with me before and she was like oh my god like this is actually the worst season I've ever seen in my life and she's only watched one episode I was like no I know like this is brutal like how is this happening right now I was just actually in shock watching the episode last night because I genuinely do not know how it's going to end and I'm so confused how there's going to be a happy ending like I really don't know unless he's with Hannah Ann and she's just like a big enough pushover to just get not pushover but just like kind of I don't know like maybe naive and just like young and just like wants to be in love to let all of this stuff go and just be with Peter there's no way he's with Victoria F like it just can't like especially with everything that's coming out and just watching the show back like that is such an unhealthy relationship you guys know my biggest thing in relationships is communication and watching that I was just like oh my god if there are any girls watching this that think that this is okay and that would do the same thing as Victoria like that is so concerning like we're not none of us are perfect we're all gonna snap and be like bitchy to our boyfriends but holy crap there was like no accountability there was no emotional intelligence or maturity in that conversation I literally was in shock I'm so excited for the woman tell all and I'm so excited for the finale but just like the fact that they you know they tease us so much they cut up the show they edit it so much like honestly at this point I'm not even excited to watch I'm just excited to like know the ending and be done with it like seriously I'm so over it but besides watching The Bachelor basically what I've been doing to kind of get myself out of a funk is kind of a little bit about what I told you guys with like the makeup and stuff and I know it sounds kind of very surface level but it's actually really not like I feel like we can all relate to 
being kind of down in the dumps and not feeling our best on the inside. And sometimes the only thing you really can control is the outside. Like you're like, oh, I feel so shitty, but like I'm not going to feel like I'm not going to just automatically feel better. But the least I can do is like physically do something. Right. So it's like you like throw yourself in the shower and then you actually feel that sense of like clean. You feel better. I mean, has anyone ever been sick and like takes a shower and like actually does feel a little bit better after it, it's, it's a physical thing. Like physical things actually affect your mental health and your mental health actually affects your physical body. So you have to kind of take care of both. And I think that sometimes when we're really, really hard on ourselves and don't feel great, you do get to the point where you do want to kind of like get yourself out of bed, make yourself feel pretty and like get out there. You don't want to push yourself too hard, but I definitely felt really grateful for pushing myself out of my comfort zone a little bit this week in order to just like be present, feel good about myself. And it really made a difference. Like it really boosted my mood, just kind of like getting out of the house, feeling pretty, like having good conversations. And I really gave myself boundaries too. I think the two things that I've really taken away from being the best version of myself this week has been giving myself boundaries and being more present. I, oh, I know what I forgot. I forgot my mood booster. I didn't write anything down if you can't tell this week because I just wanted to have real talk with you guys. But one of my other mood boosters and something that I loved that really got me out of my funk this week was the Calm app. And I have put off meditating for so, so long. I actually, I weirdly just ran into um, Heather McMahon at Starbucks and I actually remember her on her podcast podcast talking about how she has so much anxiety when she's on tour and all this stuff and she actually used like the calm app or maybe a different app and did the little guided meditation and it actually really really helped her and so you always hear people talking about how meditating and these apps and stuff help them but like if you're just not there yet like no one can make you do it like you have to want to do it and I finally felt like I got to the point where I was like getting there you know I was practicing more gratitude I was like trying to go to bed with a little bit more of a clear mind. And so finally, when I was just so sick and I was down in the dumps, beating myself up, I had the Calm app on my phone and I said, you know what? I have a little too much anxiety right now. I'm going to try it. And I started doing guided meditations. After doing two of them, I bought the subscription. I was like, this is actually so good I actually really like this and literally every single night for the past five days I've been meditating to go to sleep and it's amazing like I'm just like kind of proud of myself for actually getting myself to do it I've been talking about potentially meditating for over a year like that's how stubborn my anxiety is because I think a lot of times when you have anxiety you're like wait why would I want to meditate like I don't want to be with my own thoughts like I can't sit still like I need to control something I can't just be and so not only was I actually being present in the moment that I was in with other people over the weekend I actually was taking time for myself to meditate for like 20 minutes even if it was just before bed I actually have a really hard time falling asleep when I'm really overwhelmed because I start to get a little bit relaxed to the point where my mind can actually start to get creative or like excited and then I start thinking of like other things that I could potentially control in a positive way and I get like really like worked up and the thing that I always remind myself before I go to bed is that if you are staying up too late and like thinking too much and in your own head even if it's a positive thing you're just stealing from tomorrow so a lot of times if I'm getting carried away in my own head I'm like I'm literally just stealing from the potential of tomorrow by doing this right now I need to just go to sleep 
and recharge and do this in the morning and have a great day. I'm stealing from the potential of what I could be doing tomorrow by doing it right now because you're just going to be exhausted too. So a lot of times when I'm like feeling in a funk and I need to just get real, I first take care of my physical surroundings and my physical self because nothing is nothing feels more disgusting than when, when everything in your house is disgusting and you feel disgusting, especially after you're sick. I had a rash all over my face. It was horrible. I talked to you guys about it. I literally made myself get up out of bed. I went and got a facial and just got celery juice, started taking better care of my skin. The rash literally went away in two days. It was insane. And literally seeing my skin clear, I mean, it was such a mood booster. It made me motivated. Obviously, some of those things you can't control, but you can at least try. I just kind of like implement like small little like new habits to kind of get myself out of the funk. Actually make sure I'm spending time with people. But like I said, I give myself boundaries because you don't want to overexert yourself, especially if you need a little bit of extra self-care because you're in a funk. So what I did, for instance, I went to a party on Saturday, but I didn't overexert myself. I didn't give too much of myself to other people, but I allowed myself to feel good and connect with people and then have the boundary to know that I didn't have to overexert and do too much for other people that I was allowed to go home and take care of myself. And it was such an amazing feeling. Like I've never done that. I've never really put myself before other people while still giving them like, while still feeling good about what I gave to them. And I think if you're someone like me, that's very nurturing and like caretaking, it's really easy to not take care of yourself and only take care of other people. And I get so anxious sometimes about like leaving the party earlier. Am I going to hurt someone's feelings or da 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 and I was just really focused on being kind and being present and giving myself boundaries I stayed for a couple hours my brother tore his ACL and he was like okay I want to go home and I was like okay that's fine like honestly I don't need to overexert myself let's go and I went to bed just like so happy that I felt good got out of the house and then didn't overexert myself and just went to bed very very grateful I've also been doing gratitude lists and that's another thing too where it's like kind of hard to like actually force yourself to do it so sometimes it's easy to do it in your head I always tell my boyfriend too I'm like just think of three things you're grateful for before you fall asleep will you just try to do it for me because sometimes you have to really like force someone to do it because it's something that maybe we're not used to doing but I think that practicing gratitude allows you to be present and really kind of give yourself a reality check because we focus so much on what we don't have. We forget what we do have. And you can start with the simplest things. Like literally, if you're in your car right now driving, you can be like, I'm grateful that I, I have a means to get around. Like I'm grateful that like I have somewhere to go. Like it could be literally the smallest things. Like I'm grateful that I'm like breathing. I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. And one of the things I've really liked doing is like kind of almost going through my day. Like what was the first thing I was grateful for today and then all of a sudden I'm like thinking of every single moment of my day that had a bit of gratitude in it and then I'm falling asleep like that so you can totally do it just in your head if you don't feel comfortable maybe writing it down and I think sticking to three is a really good star but then what I decided to do is I got a cute little notebook because you know it's the physical things too so getting out of the house shopping buying a cute new thing is just kind of a mood booster in general and then when I got home I actually decided to start making gratitude lists and I just did a bunch of bullet points thought as hard as I could about just every single little thing and I made like a really really long list and it felt so good to just focus on that stuff have a moment by myself and go to bed with just kind of that like little bit of peace and gratitude sometimes you just have to take time for yourself and like watch shitty tv watch the bachelor watch Vanderpump rules watch all this stuff light a candle make your gratitude list and just 
shut off, but then know you have to have balance in your life too. So you have to push yourself a little bit to like get pretty, get out of the house, say hello, but then have boundaries to go home and do your gratitude and watch your TV. It's totally a balance. It's totally not easy. Easier said than done for sure. But there are little things you can do to push yourself to make those funks a little less funky. That's kind of what I've been up to this week, honestly, is just getting out of a funk and like taking care of myself I there was a few days where I just like couldn't even get any work done because I really needed to like take a little bit of a self-care day and that's okay you have to not feel guilty and not shame yourself for not doing what you think you're supposed to be doing or not or comparing yourself to other people like you're allowed to take time for yourself you're allowed to have boundaries and you're allowed to just be a human and not just like a work machine so that's just kind of like a little reminder that I wanted to give you guys and just have a little bit of real talk of like yeah I was literally in a grow fit for two days straight feeling like shit all I wanted to do was watch The Bachelor. I gave myself moments of presence, of gratitude, of meditation, but the rest of it, I literally had pasta and pizza two nights in a row. I spent time with my family. That's all I cared about. And those were my priorities at the moment. And that's okay. And it's setting myself up for a better week and to be a better version of myself for my audience, for the people in my life, for myself, for my dogs, for everything. So just remember those things. If you just need a little pick me up in the middle of a funk, when you go through the rest of your week and know that every single week is going to be different and you just kind of take it for what it is and you're grateful for it. You might be listening to this podcast right now in an Uber. And I wanted to let you guys know that from the steps they've taken inside the app to what they're doing outside of it, it's so amazing to see how Uber is committed to safety and to continuously raising the bar to help make safer journeys for everyone. For starters, all drivers are background checked before their first ride, which includes driving and criminal history checks. On top of this, Uber rescreens drivers every year and uses technology to look for issues in between. And for those just-in-case moments, everyone who rides and drives with Uber also has access to an emergency button in the app that quickly connects them to 911. And now Uber has introduced a brand new safety feature called Ride Check. Using GPS and smartphone sensors, Ride Check can detect if a trip goes unusually off course and check in to provide support. So while you're listening to Mood in your Uber, you don't have to worry. Just enjoy the soothing sound of my voice. Know you have nothing to worry about with your emergency button and your ride check. Ride check is just one of the ways Uber is committed to safety. Learn more at uber.com slash safety. That's uber.com slash safety. And just keep listening to mood while you get to your destination. Let's jump into some hashtag my mood because I want to know what your guys mood is since you clearly know what mine was and how I feel this week. So let's see how you guys are feeling. Okay. Hashtag my mood is being a girl boss and being a mom question mark. Hey, Lauren, in your recent video answering questions I've avoided, (laughs) thanks for the plug, girl, you talked a bit about being a girl boss and also wanting to be a mom in the future. It'd be great to hear you talk about how you plan on balancing this a bit because I panic every time I think about it. I definitely want to have a bunch of kids in the future, and I already see myself as a really maternal person. However, I have so many goals I want to accomplish in the future, and I can't see myself being able to work towards them while caring for my kids. Having kids means the absolute world to me, but I don't want to give up all of my other dreams just to get married and have kids and become a housewife that works a regular nine to five. I want to travel the world in the future, visit third world countries and help as many 
many people as I can by building schools or hospitals. Haha, <laughs> I don't know. But what stresses me out the most is how am I going to be able to give my kids everything they need while carrying out my life's purpose? I want kids so bad. Any advice you have will be great. I like this a lot because it's not really advice of like, how do you balance kids and being a girl boss? Because like, obviously, I don't know. I've never done that. I think the reason I picked it is because it's more so of like, how do you not panic when you think about it? Because that's where we both are in our lives right now. You know, it's like we're these young people that know we eventually want kids, but know we have all of these goals. And how do we not stress out about our futures type of thing? One good thing is kind of going back to what I said before is about kind of trusting the process and knowing that what's meant to be will be and knowing that you can't really control your future. So at the end of the day, you can only set yourself up for success, but you kind of have to roll with the punches at the same time. You can't really control anything, especially your future, since it literally doesn't exist. You can only put in good, you know, values and morals and just like goals and priorities and habits in place to set yourself up for the future that you want to have. And so for me personally, I know that I'm not planning on having kids like in the immediate future at all, but I know that I'm working so hard now so that hopefully one day it's I'm doing all the hard work now so that I can relax a little bit more later. And I really, really loved what you said about helping people and traveling and all that stuff. And I think that's why, you know, people a with the traveling and stuff like that and the goals, I think that is why people are having kids later and that you have to remember that there's no pressure of, of a timeline. If you really want to have kids and all that stuff, like just make sure you do all the things that you want to do now. Like that's why I think it's so beautiful that we're at a point in our lives where, you know, we don't have anyone else to worry about before ourselves and we can experience and try and go on all these different journeys like now's the time to do it especially if you do think maybe one day you're going to want to have a family so at least do everything now so you don't regret it later I think when it comes down to your life's purpose and your future I think you can't stress too much you have to really focus on the day-to-day and focus on that what the day-to-day is is setting you up for that good future you can't stress too much I don't know when I'm going to have kids but I know that it is something that I want in the future and that I have to be the best version of myself now and work as hard as I can now and do all the things I want to do now so that one day when I am ready I feel as ready as I can and I have to know that I'll have to figure out how to balance it when I get there but at least I did as much as I could to be the best version of myself when I'm there hashtag my mood is situation I'm in a situation that you may find interesting. My boyfriend was in an intense, toxic relationship for five years that ended two weeks before we went on a blind date about two and a half years ago. Yikes. That was really confusing as I read it. It took a year of being in a situationship for me to cut him off. We didn't talk for two months and he kept begging to get back into my life, which I let him do once he said he was truly ready to be in a relationship. Since then, he's been an absolutely incredible boyfriend. He's supportive, loving, and charismatic. He brings me around his fam slash pals on trips with him. He's so thoughtful and funny and he's the person I feel best around because I feel like I can genuinely be myself. He says he wants to spend the rest of his life with me. However, he can't say I love you. I've said it and it was really a romantic moment, but he stayed silent. I know actions speak louder than words and everyone in my life, including his mom and my therapist, LOL, says he's in love with me, but sometimes we need those words too, you know? I've expressed how it makes me feel, but that's also not something you can force. I guess it's just food for thought and I've never heard anyone talk about this kind of thing for a podcast, LOL. This is really interesting and I love that you like, (laughs) I love that you put in like including his mom and therapist because like clearly you're doing the self-care that you need to. You're, you have good relationships. You're talking to people about it. You're not too in your own head. You have a therapist. So like, I'm very proud of you. I love that you used the word situationship and I'm glad like you cut him off. Like honestly, like kudos to you. Like I feel like you're doing everything right. You even said um, you've expressed like how you feel. The only thing I would try is like maybe both of you figuring out your love languages. I think it's always a fun conversation to have with your partner is like, 
I was wondering how you um, receive, like how you feel loved. Is it affirmations? Is it acts of service? Is it quality time, physical touch, gifts? Because then you can figure out maybe if affirmations really aren't a way that he feels loved and therefore it's even harder for him. And it's just like a good conversation starter for you to express that like words of affirmation are really important to you and like express that we all need to, you know, be able to give love in a way that maybe we don't need to receive it. I think it's just always a really good conversation for when you're in a serious and like mature relationship and you can make it fun and light because like there is a quiz or like whatever. I don't know. Cameron and I have had this conversation a million times and it's never been like way too serious. It's always been pretty lighthearted, but with purpose. But the fact that like he is clearly giving you those actions and not really saying it to you like there has to be a reason and I really I only he knows the reason and it's so interesting that he hasn't even given you a reason of why he can't say it but I think it's something that's really important because if he's saying all this other stuff why can't he say those words maybe it's a trigger with something else and it has nothing to do with you but at the end of the day it is affecting you so I think you definitely need to express to him that like you deserve to figure it out like I don't know I just find it really fascinating that he's able to express all this other stuff to you but can't say those three words like what is the trauma within those three words that he can't say them out loud and how do you get there because you deserve to be affirmed that way and be in a relationship where someone says that back to you it's really really important it's kind it's like not something to take lightly so I think it's definitely something you need to work on and I don't think it's a deal breaker I think it's clearly coming from some sort of insecurity or trauma or something I really don't think it has anything to do with you especially given everything else he's saying so I think you really have to be like hey like I want to figure this out with you like let me help you like help me understand and really figure it out because so fascinating so interesting but you seem like a freaking amazing person that's going to be just fine and figure it out so I'm, I'm very proud of you last my mood is another one that didn't include an adjective you guys come on help me out here last week I found out my boyfriend was cheating on me I've been so heartbroken over this and haven't been able to go about my own life we've still been talking and he's apologized but I'm not sure what to do should I win him back or give up oh my god the fact that you just said win him back win he needs to win you back win him back are you kidding me win him back he cheated on you he needs to win you back let's change the narrative in your head like I understand we're allowed to throw ourselves pity parties but hell no you need to surround yourself with supportive people you need to be communicating with other people so that you can get out of your own head and have a reality check you need to really think about what your future holds and if this relationship is worth it and if rebuilding and rekindling this is actually worth it or if you're just getting back into an unhealthy relationship if he's a cheater or if he really made a mistake like there are so many details and I'm never one to say like oh if he cheats on you you're never allowed to get back together because every situation is truly so different and I'm not one to judge but I think the most concerning thing that you said is should I win him back or give up and that to me shows the exact narrative that's going in your head you're not giving up because he hurt you he did something wrong you're not giving up. You'd be setting yourself free. You'd be doing something for yourself. Like it's not giving up because you've put in all this hard work and he messed up. You're not giving up. You're moving forward and you're letting something go. And also you don't need to win him back because you didn't do anything wrong. He needs to win you back. If anything, you, you don't need to do anything besides listen and decide what's best for yourself. You have nothing to prove. You have like, do not let your insecurities get involved in this. Change the narrative in your head and really think clearly about this because I don't, because 
you deserve someone that doesn't cheat on you and you need to figure out if that's him, but you need to be the best, but you need to be a strong, independent woman that can make those, those decisions for herself. And I need you, I need you to be a boss bitch. I need you to like have a little pity party and then like turn that frown upside down and know your worth and know what you deserve. All right, guys. Thank you for dealing with my real talk this week. I love podcasting. My day yesterday was so freaking insane. I ended up being gone like all day and had so much other work stuff to do that was even more timely. So I ended up recording this podcast episode late. I know I don't have a guest this week, but let me just tell you, life is crazy. Life is wild and sometimes you can't plan for things or you just didn't plan well enough and then everything gets fucked up anyway, but it's fine. I'm going to have an amazing guest next week. I'm not going to say anything, but you guys are going to be so freaking over the moon excited. Make sure you give this podcast a five stars and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you go check out all of the sponsors because supporting my sponsors supports this podcast and allows me to give you even more boost in content. Make sure to follow me on Instagram for even more details and my YouTube channel, Love Lauren Elizabeth. Everything you need to know, even more details, visual. You guys will absolutely love it. Make sure to shop XLE The Label. That's my clothing line. Khloe Kardashian was wearing it this week on Keeping Up With The Kardashians. That's freaking insane. So if Khloe Kardashian wears it by choice, you're going to love it. Check it out. I love you guys so much. I'm sweating. I have a headache. I need to go. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you for your patience. Mood is now accomplished.